1: Welcome in, everybody. It's another episode of the DNVR Rapids Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, a.k.a. Murchell, a.k.a. We got a big one for you, baby! Joining me, as always, the fella, Super Yaya.
0: That's it.
1: That's enough out of you. Downtown Dwayne Brown, also enough out of you. We talked too much about
0: ourselves. We (laughs) have a
1: very special guest sitting down for the first time with the local media here. New Rapids head coach Chris Armis, welcome to the show.
2: It's good to be here. Really good to be here in Denver. Really cool to be here with you guys. Uh, no holds bar here for this next bit. Um, whatever go. you guys want to know. <laughs> listen, I get to know a little more about you guys on the day, and then for sure, uh, maybe, maybe more importantly, uh, yeah, get, get a sense of who I am.
1: Love that. Yeah, that's the goal. We're going to learn, we're going to, you know, we want to dive into to the Super Draft yesterday to kind of some of the immediate rapid stuff, but we also want to get to know Chris the coach, um, so I think that's, I mean, that's the best place to start. Obviously, legendary MLS career, jump into coaching. I guess, what's the origin story, right? Like, what, what drove you to jump into the head coaching circuit and, and really want to, to take that next level from being a star player to then going into coaching and running these clubs?
2: Well, listen, when uh, the journey started long ago when mm-hmm. I was a player, uh, a little kid running around. Um, always had passion for the game. Thank God, you know, I was always part of good teams, winning teams, and I always had good coaches and teammates. And um, yeah, it's, it's been in my life and in my blood since the day I'm born, you know, Lo- loving sport, loving team, um, loving football. Um, yeah, as, the, as time went on, um, and I always took notice and I always admired, I revered my coaches. I really always revered them. Um, and I always thought maybe one day I'll be a coach. So. Mm-hmm. The dream was to be a player um, when there was no pro league my dream was to be a pro player my mm-hmm. mom uh, didn't understand it like how's this gonna be possible but the timing was such when i graduated college mls started in 96 it was two years after i graduated and uh, i got drafted but got to live the dream as a player and along the way i just really fell in love with the tactics the leadership things uh, the, the the bill belichicks of the world would, would excite me the way they coached and spoke and uh, then I became a captain and leader of a team and said, one day for sure I'll coach. So I took all my experiences from coaches with me along the way and uh, grinded as an assistant coach. And I, I got the chance to take the reins one day in New York. And, yeah, I won't look back. You know, I've had some really interesting experiences Oh, yeah, we're yeah. going to be
1: talking and about it. And we'll him. talk through it, you know. And, <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I, I mean it when I say it. I feel the, the most prepared and, and most ready that I've ever been as a head coach to, uh, and leader to, to take charge here.
0: That's great to hear. you know, Just kind of pushing back a little bit more, more into your kind of player side of it, you got to play with a lot of great players in your time, in the MLS, and your career. Who was one guy that you look at and just kind of inspired you to be a better coach, a better player, and even a better person at times? Because I have two great co-hosts that inspire me to be the worst, Aww. the worst in myself, yeah. <laughs> not the best. They bring out the worst. <laughs> I always try to look so for sweet. good people that's in my so life. Sweet. And I, I just haven't found any, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> that's, uh, that's good stuff. Good banter already. Look, I, what I would say is um, in Chicago, with the Chicago Fire, we, we won some trophies mm. in, in the first year as the epic <laughs> double in 98. Um, my, my team captain was, was Peter Novak, and Peter Novak was... Wow. Was some That's player name. That hit me right you know, there. He, right there. He, <laughs> he, he, he's not a name that everyone understood even at the time, um, but he, he was tremendous. And just his ability to affect games, to play with total confidence. You know, I was watching Jokic the other night at the Denver Nuggets game. Was such a playmaker. How mm-hmm. early he's seeing things on the court. Some of these little things that I picked up remind me of Peter Novak. And, and I learned a lot how to be a... a um, champion i learned how to be a leader i watched i watched him in the locker room but not you know the way uh you know as guys are naked yeah uh, yeah i watched him in the <laughs> locker room you know the way the the, the the taking care of the boots cleaning the boots the way he trained the habits the way he ate like honestly if you want to know what winning looks like you got to pick a few guys that you can right. to look at and for young players this is important they sometimes look at the wrong things but you gotta. If you pay attention, you, it's not so much how much you talk; it's how much you can take in. So, um, he was some player. Like, and I learned a lot as a as a, a person and, and player from Peter.
1: You know, I was talking to Drew more recently, um, and I asked him one if you guys played each other. He remembered. Not only did he remember that, he remembered the scouting report on the midfield tandem of you and Jesse Jesse Marsh. Um, and he said you guys basically hunting packs was how he put it. And he he remembered. All of that from whenever he played, I think it was his rookie season. He remembered. Um, is that a meant, Is that would you say an uh, accurate representation of how you wanted
2: to play and play with Jesse and, and those guys in Chicago? Well, first about Drew Moore, what I what I when I first saw him uh, the other day, I asked him how his body's feeling because if I could get a little more out of him, man, I <laughs> I love the Colorado Rapids, but come I, on, Drews, I, I would like a Lay little more again, if, if I could have him on the bench or even starting some <laughs> games but um true winner true oh, champion yeah. when you talk about pros and winners he's that now if we talk about back in the day yeah the playing days i was a destroyer you know i was a holding midfielder um i prided myself in, in, you know, a lot of times i was tasked with marking the other team's best player the, the playmakers um in mls it was marco Echeverri, valderrama Oh, yeah, Cienfuegos when he was there. Like lots of these types of players and, and just taking away the heartbeat of the mm-hmm. other team. I was a prideful player. I could cover ground. I, I could suffer more than the next guy, and I was never dirty. I didn't wasn't a guy of red cards and yellow cards, mm-hmm. but I, I knew how to—I was a team guy, but individually I could—I uh, feel like I could just put out fires, second balls, interceptions, pressures, counter-pressures, all the— some of the intangibles that make good teams good mm-hmm. at least i thought that and um again i i was fortunate to be part of winning teams right and maybe i was part of that so yeah that that's what my job was and and it was nice that some coaches recognized that that was important um and then the national team also saw that in 98 and i got my first cap at bruce arena the national team and had an eight year career there again some some people would say hey we don't see it why is he on the national team and it's okay it was always about the people that could see it and then of course earning the respect of my teammates the fans um and honestly i just did it as hard as i could for as long as i could um the, emptying the tank every single time and sure. never taken one training session for granted but um, this was the dream before we go any further drew Moore, you're the worst
0: Duane, do you have <laughs> any questions
1: <laughs> Jeez, Drew's
3: taking strays. <laughs> Man, how did Drew get worked into it? Uh kind of on, on the flip side of that coin, is there a player um from your time playing or even as coach that's kind of your rival? Like that's the bad guy that you you just pushed, like I've gotta, I've gotta beat them.
2: Well <laughs> cello. <laughs> we, we, <laughs>
1: Cello, Drew, let's see, Pablo. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) We, uh, it was a game at at Red Bull Arena. I'm coaching against Atlanta United. We, we, uh, we win the match. Um, the other coach doesn't want to shake my hand after he was pissed off, and (laughs) that the rivalry was already there as, as, as teams, but I have no offense against nothing against the coach, but, um, then it's on. It's always like, okay, you know. All right, (laughs) we see it. And and, and actually, he, uh, you know, Tata is back in the league. He's one of, you know, a mentor. You look up to the way his teams play, the championships, they beat Mm -hmm. us in 18 in the conference championship. Um, In fact, we've had some good exchanges since then. Um, So yeah, I, I have the utmost respect for Tata, but oftentimes out of respect, you love the rivalry and and uh, that's, that's one uh, part of it. The, uh, from a player standpoint, um, you have to go back a little bit. Marco Etcheverry yeah, was yeah, yeah. just, he, like, <laughs> one of the greatest playmakers in the league. That's awesome. Um, and I don't know if he liked me very much because, again, my job is <laughs> to see how hard can I make it for him on the day. And, and uh, you know, it was, it was hair pulling. I mean, you see here, he had all the hair and I'm – and this and we're – like, wanted to kill each other, you know? But I think um, when, when good players come together and, 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 and you hate to lose that much, this is what happens. And listen, I, I've met him at All-Star Games after and things like this. You meet the families. Uh, him and my dad, I saw them talking by the buffet once. I'm like, fuck, what is dad? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> What is he saying to him, you know? But again, I have to say it. And, and I know Marco... Might, might say the same is, it's all it's all good in fact you need that you need yep. this fire mm-hmm. um, and it's what I think where respect comes from we see it at the highest levels um,
0: see so you're already a man after my own heart I'm not a big Tata fan but that's mostly because <laughs> I was a Mexico fan as well and I felt like he ruined my favorite squad oh, so man. Again, I know Mexico's in a bad spot regardless right now, but I always like to blame somebody. That was the first guy I blamed. <laughs> Federation is also... But kind of going back to like rivalries and what you kind of had, Colorado has a huge rival in RSL. We call them fake Salt Lake. Yeah. Because they're not real. So. They're fake. I got you. I got you. I, I'm I'm slow, so I got to explain it. Right. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm what, so sorry about yeah. Yeah, yeah I am an, an issue. What kind of uh, energy <laughs> are you bringing to that rivalry
2: game like you did as a player or in other situations? Um, well, listen, don't be too hard on Tata. If, if, if most of us coaches coming through can have the career that he's had, right, and continues to have. Yeah, yeah. take it easy on Tata. Take it easy. The we thing can, is, I have some somebody. responsibility yeah, yeah, on the, the Mexican Federation. Come on, guys. You know, <laughs> no, USA is catching up, you know, we we're there. That's right. That's, that's, that's the thing. Right. I blame him because I didn't know who else to blame him. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> yeah. yeah. gotta blame someone. I got <laughs> it. The coaches, yes, we take the heat. Yeah. Be yep. ready, um, Chris. You're going to be a lot. Uh, <laughs> listen, um, I saw the schedule the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was yesterday. And someone asked me after, hey, did you realize when you're playing the Red Bulls? I, I didn't look at that. I actually looked at when are we playing Salt Lake and who's our... When's our home opener, and what's the first game of the year? Mm-hmm. So I, I saw that pretty clearly. We're at Portland, oh, yeah. we're hosting Nashville, we're at Salt Lake. And that's what I know. It's we a talk, big time when start you to you talk about Salt Lake, um, listen, the Red Bulls hadn't gotten a result there um, in all the years. And the last time I was there, we were up 1-0, we, we tie 1-1. But uh, we know it's a tough place to play in general. Yep. Um, it's, it's They get good support, you know? and, <laughs> and this is the one on the calendar. They'll be marking. So do we. Like we. I can tell you one thing. Um, there's urgency in the building where we're at right now. Um, I'm coming with urgency. I love that there's, there's urgency from the bosses to think about the roster. There's urgency from the, the core group of players that we that we raise the bar. We yeah. bring in different talent, quality, team guys, and just add to the core that's there. But we'll throw everything at, at Salt Lake. We're, we're not messing yes. around, we're going strong. Yes, We're gonna be, from the opening whistle, I don't think anyone's gonna have to wonder what it means to our players and, our, and the coaches. We know our fans will be watching, we know what it means, but that's the first part. The, the, oh, the, yeah. the, 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 the tougher part is to get out there and show up when the lights come on, and that goes, that'll go into preseason. And the coaches putting out a team that, and look, you'll meet one of them, right? Amir Fernandez is one of them. They, He scores in derby matches when the lights come on he's not afraid of of that in the big moments and we're gonna listen you know we can't predict the results but we can control the intensity going after it being on the front foot being the aggressors when we have the ball to to be think about verticality and, Mm -hmm. and forcing the issue and defensively we can control the work what we put in our mentality from the opening whistle when we win the ball when we lose the ball set piece urgency so we're High urgency as a as a club. Oh yeah. But in that in those matches, make no mistake, like it, it's going to mean a lot to, to, and that'll show up in the way our team plays.
1: It was it was a tough time last year. I mean, especially you have a week where you lose at home in Open Cup to your biggest rival, and then you turn around in the same week, just four days later, and you lose at home in league to your biggest rival. you know so, I think people are going to be very encouraged hearing that that it was a focus the second that comes out, um, and it's tough this year. You get two on the road before you see them at home. In league play,
2: yeah, which is tough. Listen, enough. There'll be enough guys out there. Hope that you hope remember those moments, what that felt like. It's good to, the players love to win, right? It does. It sets a certain tone for the next days. But the losses should sit longer, and then you know when that one comes around, like the, the players know what the fans mean, and they don't like losing. They don't. They nice. Listen, there's a trophy out there. That's one of them, right? Let like this, this cup. We wanna we wanna bring that one home.
1: Yep. Uh, our guy, Matthew Wick. Shout out everybody in the chat. Thanks for joining. Thanks for watching along. Says, Armis is 4-1-1 one, one with one goal against FSL as a player and 1-0-1 oh, as a head coach. Pretty good. We have,
2: let's oh. keep that one going. That's better than our record last year. <laughs> let's keep <clears> you, that can going. you say that again? Can you... That, the statistic or no? 4-1-1 that...
1: one, one with
2: a goal as a player. 1-0-1 okay. oh, as a head coach. Pretty right.
1: good. We'll take that.
2: Yeah. Take Only that one loss. Yeah,
1: we'll take that all day.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember the... I didn't score a ton of goals in my career, but that was a big one. That was a good one. So. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, we, th- jump- we
2: thank you for your service.
1: Yes, of
3: course. Yes, in guys, scoring yes. that goal. Anything there. against <laughs> FSL was <laughs> <is laughs> <you know? laughs> the way to
1: go. We saw that they, they, They're the opening sacrificial lamb to Miami, so we're pretty excited about that. We can watch the season kick off. Maybe Messi has a double hat trick against yeah, FSL. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. No um, <laughs> let's jump further up. Um, I'm mostly curious, because we only got so much time left to talk about the coaching in the background Obviously, Toronto didn't end well, right? And obviously, it was not what you were trying to do going into Toronto. But then you make the jump overseas. You go to the Premier League. You go to my Manchester United. I knew this was going to happen. That's right. (laughs) I was trying to avoid it. (laughs) What? I mean, obviously, any chance to go to a club like that, it would be tough for any coach to turn down. But in your mind, after after your first experience as head coach in the MLS. What are you trying to learn over there? Or is it really just open mind, absorb every possible bit of info I can? Ralph being a big, big development guy. Um, yeah. You know, I'm just sort of curious, like, what is that mindset when you make that? I mean, that's a big jump culturally, soccer-wise, everything.
2: Listen, it's, uh, you, you know, you, you, you try to take all of your experiences up until then and then throw everything at, at it, right. understanding what's who trying to understand who you are and then stick to it in the as socially aware as you can be with it's so important to take all the aspects of what goes into being a good coach it's how much of that is tactics you know Jurgen Klopp would say it's 50% tactics 50% you know emotion and team spirit but um, listen, the stop before that, like you mentioned, was Toronto. And listen, it was really interesting because it's Michael Bradley, Josie Altidore, there's some big players, uh, Andre, uh, oh, yeah. Alejandro Pazuelo. And I learned a lot from that situation. You, you know, you manage a tough environment. You can see even now, have they even recovered a year and a half later? With that cycle, I had a, a three-year contract going into a, a, a place that needed a cultural shift of, of, of the the cycle of where the team and the roster were mm-hmm, at, mm-hmm. and honestly, I, I'm, I'm always up for the challenge. And I, I think time would have been interesting. You say, okay, let's, let's see where we're at. Let's let's add to the roster. Let's take away from this roster, and then, and this was obviously during COVID. And we, listen, man, that was a whirlwind. But I, I learned from it. which sure. Then it's the next experience where, yes, he had some experience working with some big players, tough environment. Um, out of the comfort zone. It was COVID where, where we play no home games in the Toronto times. Right, so like, right. Everything's against you. But when the phone rang, imagine you're sitting at home and, and <laughs> Ralph Ragnick texts you. it's hey, so cool. You have a minute. So cool. I'm like, don't please don't, don't tell me what you're going to think this could be. You know, right. like, you see the news that he's announced as the manager. He knows I'm, I come from the, ph- the system that he has mentored us younger coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, Sure enough, it was a pretty quick phone call. Like, hey, I'm going to Manchester United. Uh, You know, I need an assistant coach. I need you to come. Are you interested? Are you? Ralph, uh, where do I need to be? What plane? (laughs) Yes. I'm um, on my
1: way to the airport right now. So then it's
2: like, holy shit. Um, What did I just agree to? Hey, hon, listen, I'm not sure. To my wife and my kids, you know, I got. And it was my kids are. 18 and, and 21 at the time, boys playing college soccer. Like, dad, what the fuck are you talking about? It's, yeah, it's nothing. Man, you yeah. Tell him. It's like <laughs> there's wrestling. nothing to think about. <laughs> it's it's not it. not not think about. We're going to United. You know, you Ronaldo. You got some of these guys. You know, like uh, this. The thought of, of but for but for me, like Manchester United, the the Al- Sir Alex, the first. I mean, I mean, Sir yeah, Alex Ferguson, Ferguson. That's it's the peak. The peak of, coaching, of what yeah? this is going to be, Old Trafford, and what is my role going to be every day? It's like this. There's, there's the, again, it's it's. The, the easy one is yes, right? But then you have to really be deliberate of what it's going to look like when you show up over there. And if you're not, I, honestly, I think you can get eaten alive. Yeah. What are you going to wear every day to work? How are you going to look? Do you look like a professional? Are you showing up early? How quickly can you establish yourself with the st- staff? Mm-hmm. Uh, with Ralph, Ralph, what do you need? And can you deliver that? The, the media, what's, you know, the, where is the team at? scouting opposition running training sessions um and then of course probably most importantly the players like right away i i walked into the the training facility and it's a big wide open uh gym area there's a turf space and like i'm i know the guys but i'm like fuck that is harry mcguire right You, you know you know all the names but you you know imagine you getting that shit wrong day 1 <laughs> <laughs>
1: so paul right paul Pogba? yeah right <laughs> paul,
2: bring it, bring it in, bro. so then when you you know, Cristiano's looking at me like from over there and and i see and i'm going to go say hello and he's right away he cracks a joke about that i look like one of the the workers like the uh, the athletic trainer like uh, I'm short and no hair i'm like okay Cristiano, like i just met you easy you know and, <laughs> and right away it was a little bit of a connection there and cool. and then cool we get outside and ralph wasn't aware of that little interaction some of that stuff going around meeting guys and you know ralph at outside says hey you know this is chris we have a new coach he's going to hear it at and you say a few words that you just try to be authentic again um you know we have something in common here guys right we love the game we love the team we're in this you know whatever and i'm here to help in every way like you show and then you get and then okay that's almost the easy part and now every day you have to now chip away at it in an authentic way you're not the guy right again every person would mm-hmm. do it their way but for me it was about the work if i'm in charge of running training sessions or designing training sessions or giving messages if i'm fucking doing that and refereeing at t- how good can you be at just trying to deliver the excellence and then any chance you get to talk you're at the airport or this or that and guys are talking to you players you quickly you're not fooling this room you're not fooling those players i promise you they're geniuses in the game of, of soccer in their in their minds and the more you talk the talk the more you reveal what you know and who you are and right um again i was very deliberate about my approach in every conversation and I ask a lot of questions and I connect it with guys uh, in football and hey, listen, enough. Stop talking. Come to the office after for VAR if you think we got the call <laughs> wrong. Like you have to stick up for yourself. Right. Um, the media they're coming after you. Ted Lasso, shit goes wrong over there. <laughs> why would you? Okay. Is it the players? Is it that? The, the, no, right. it's, it's the, you know, the American coach. Um, <laughs> the, right. Yeah. Training sucks. Right. Okay. Training sucks. Like we just had a really, really good training session. But, <laughs> and, and, and you're not, you're not going out. On social media say, well, actually, it's just you got to take it. But what really matters most at the Colorado Rapids is what mattered there, that you internally, you, you get the respect by the work you do. And then you try to repeat that because that's what you that's what's going to hold up, guys. So over there, tremendous experience, learned a lot from Ralph Rangnick, his leadership, his management, his the, the philosophy that we we love uh his his ability with media his, he's a smooth operator man let me tell you and his ability to deal with big players and egos and personalities top notch you learn awesome, a lot man. from the players of course top players and you can learn a lot again if you l- listen more than you think you should need to talk and the premier league right you learn a lot
1: i mean it's probably nice having De Gea on one end and Cristiano Ronaldo on the other end. A young a Garnacho <laughs> running around. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty
2: listen, pretty you good. know, to be, give credit to Ralph, Ralph Ragnick, he brought, you know, regularly Garnacho into training. It wasn't always a regular thing, but Ralph, <sighs> Ralph believes in the young players, and, as I do. And that kid is. He's got something, right? And, you know, listen, it was, yes, De Gea at one end, Cristiano at the other end. But look, when you see it up close, Bruno Fernandez, Eddie Cavani... Mm -hmm. Uh, Victor Lindelof Maguire who takes a lot of heat over there for me Harry Maguire is a top he is it's it's hard to see it it's hard (laughs) to always see it Um, and and again whether it's uh, externally what is said to see how good he can be and then you go watch him with England you say wow it's tremendous but what's really crazy right everywhere you look in that squad it's just uh, tremendous quality and talent and you know, some of the guys that aren't playing, I mean, again, Paul Pugbo, who's coming off an injury, you say, wow, what, what a talent. Just a pure, right. you know, Martial, uh, you know, we, we've gone through it. Yeah, the list goes Ma- on. Montich. Mean, you Wanda. can got to get name them all. Like, girl, cool. yeah. I'm so pumped. You know them all. But yeah. listen, you know, what an honor, what an experience I learned, took from it, and uh, here we go. I mean,
1: like, yeah, you were saying you graduate college and there isn't a professional team. Yeah. Imagine telling Matt Chris Armis, hey, you're going to walk into Carrington Coaching the squad. I, say, I mean, well, that's crazy, huh? It, it
2: would <laughs> it, it would be hard to believe, actually. Like that's, there's not that's. I, I'd walk around at night because I was I was the last to leave that building. I, I made friends with the guys coming vacuuming at night because I, I was my wife. Everyone's there. They'd come visit. Like it was a whirlwind. But I, I tried to learn everyone's name in the first few days, and I I got it down. That's pretty cool. I man. got it down. I promise you that. But I I, uh, I would walk the halls and and just at night the lights are kind of off and you walk in the hallways at carrington and seeing the history at that club you know the 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 messaging about young players and being fearless and giving them a chance and Mm -hmm. i took it all in you know i I, you know i I really did and 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 only felt obliged to kind of the next day show up and try to repeat it so how how should a guy like me the kid from the bronx and and Uh, you know Omir Fernandez uh, I tell him there's one from the Bronx it's me not him but uh, (laughs) you know it's um, but you know what and then and then even even listening to some people back home I won't mention names some some of the uh, media like why is Chris Armas over there he shouldn't be over there Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? If you're an American yeah, seeing course. another American, and these this is a player, is a player style. in the league who actually right. played against me, we've never had a bad interaction. If I saw that player over there, I said, "Fuck yeah!" What, if I cool can get his out. number, if I can get yeah. his number, say, "Hey, I'm, we're so proud of you. We're so behind totally. you." Totally. Why is he over there? He doesn't deserve that. But it doesn't matter. You're there. Right. You're, right? There, yeah. You yeah. The you're there. You made the connection. You did the work. Internally, get to it. We finished in yeah. sixth place that year. A lot of people called it a failure. If that's a failure after a few hundred more million of spending, how it was actually successful that Ralph Ralph, right? kept that together. Oh, it yeah. was not an easy time. I promise you. And, and there was some success in that. So that's awesome. I was proud to be part of that and uh, grateful to Ralph and, and the club giving me that chance. That's awesome. We're going to dive
1: into some rapid specific stuff here in a second, really quick. We got to shout out the partners, got to shout out the homies at illegal pizzas. Has anyone told you about illegal Pete's yet?
2: Uh, no, just... Oh, man. Well,
1: listen up. If you like a good burrito, <laughs> love a margarita, love a beer, Legal Pete's is the spot. This episode of DMVR Rapids is sponsored by Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot this holiday season, from caterings to gift cards. They have the perfect gift for everyone at your holiday party. Whether you are shopping for a margarita maniac or a queso connoisseur, Illegal Pete's is your one-stop shop to spread the cheer. Grab a $100 in Illegal Pete's gift cards. Get an extra $25 gift card for free. Looking for some fun stocking stuffers? Check out their holiday merch sale. All t shirts are just $15 through the end of the year. Happy holidays from your favorite spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. We are also brought to you by Breck Distillery. What a great holiday gift! Right? We just had our holiday party. There's some bottles exchanged. It's like the go to.
0: It's right here. Right, on the it's table. right there in
1: front. You can tell that the Broncos guys got into some Breck
0: bourbon already. If you can get us to fifty <laughs> likes, I'll <laughs> take I'll take a shot of that right on site Fifty <laughs>
1: likes, that's it. Let's go, like it up out there. Um,
0: I don't think we'll get it to the fifty likes right now. I don't now, think Vermont. so either, but it's worth it's worth asking. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: I'll, ask, I'll take Can't a shot. Can't what you it. don't ask for, you know. So, um, they're also introducing a new Broncos Blizzard vodka commemorating the first white alternate Broncos helmets. Breck Distillery is the world's highest distillery, founded in two thousand eight. And they are most widely known for their blended bourbon whiskey, a high rye mash American style whiskey. Breckenridge Bourbon is one of the most highly awarded craft bourbons in the U.S. The Breck Distillery is more than award winning spirits, they offer an immersive guest experience. You can eat at their award winning restaurant, enjoy show stopping cocktails, and learn about their highly awarded spirits with an in depth tasting and get an inside look at their active production facility. New to the distillery, guests have the opportunity to blend their own whiskey as they learn the inner workings of whiskey production. If you're hanging out here at the DNVR bar, if you're hanging out for a happy hour with Chris afterwards, grab a Rikki Seltzer. They're made with Breck Spirits. It's a great drink. Nice, easy bar drink. And they'll also be out at all our Broncos, Tailgates, and DNVR bar watch parties all year long. So make sure to get a taste. Breck Distillery products are available in all 50 states. Shop your local retailer or visit BreckenridgeDistillery.com for home delivery of award-winning Breckenridge Spirits. Apre, anywhere. Uh, All right. That's out of the way. Rapids. <laughs> right? You finish up in the Premier League at Leeds, you're looking for an opportunity. You mentioned in the, in the press conference where you were introduced over at uh, Dix that you targeted this job when you heard it was available. Yep. That, that this was something you saw as an opportunity that was a good fit for you. What was it that drew you
2: into the Rapids? Yeah, look, at that time, there was a bunch of openings in MLS and, and rumblings of more openings. Um, A third
1: of the league turned over. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So.
2: <laughs> and yeah, like I, have an agent, and I just kept living each day. Like nothing was interesting sure. enough. And yeah, like sometimes clubs reach out to you, or your agent says, "Hey, there's an interview. Are you interested in interviewing?" There was there was not anything from my end saying, "Hey, that seems interesting." When I listened to Porig speak, and I listened back to it twice, so I heard it twice, and I, he talked about. You know, getting back to a, a style of play that the club's gotten away from certain things, that in you know, 1920 into 21, there was a process that they stuck to and the style of play that was built around transition and, and uh, energy. And I, I, it started connecting and talked about the right. people and the culture. And I messaged my agent, and, you know, he, he wouldn't communicate the way I could. So I almost put it in writing because knowing that if he thought maybe to forward something, he said, look, if. if uh, hey, Ron, that sounds really interesting, you know. I know you speak to Porig, you know, but as Ron, my agent, he's got a lot of coaches in and around the league. And I said, if, if they're interested in a coach that can coach a transition, if he's interested in a guy that can bring together a locker room to play with intensity, urgency, pressing, counter-pressing, um, team-first type of stuff, like, I'd love to have a chance to talk to them. And he, tell, he tells me then, I sent it just like you said it, Chris, I, and yeah, they're, they're, they might want to speak with you. So uh, the rest is history. I went through the process. Um, proud that I have went through that process, and it was, it was uh, labor intensive in terms of you prepare for it, there's presentations, there's Zoom, initial Zooms, you're sharing your screen, it's tons of questioning, and bam, you, you get to the next stage of it, which is come to town. And then it's a day and a half of three hours with that group. Four more people come in hour after hour after hour you're at dinners you're and then you know they tell you yeah, you're our guy and that it may be one of the proudest moments of my coaching career that's amazing it's not it's it's the big it's a big win you know what i'm saying when you're a coach that people listen to you they uh, you kind of show some vulnerability you talk about your family you talk about what's important to you of course what we love to do talk to tactics and hey guys what about this what about that like and they say, yeah, all of that, you're meeting the academy people, the second team coaches. Here. You're our guy. So uh, I, won't, I, I, won't, I don't take that lightly that they've, they've, they've shown the belief in me, but I, I really believe I'm, I'm a good fit for this organization, for the club, for where, for where they're at, for the, for the roster's at, for one, the, the space that we can bring in. It's a hungry organization. I think the style of play is exactly what, what can be a good fit. And even at altitude, I think it can really make some noise. When you got
3: the job, it was announced. And uh, with the fan base that was already maybe at the lowest I've ever seen it as a fan from you know 15-plus years now, the reaction was not excited uh, that you were going to be the next head coach uh, of the Rapids. Uh, I've heard you mention in the presser and in other places about how important the fan base is. Um, I feel personally like in a put up or shut up situation, you have put up and you have shown up for the fans. You were with C38 last night. You're here with us on the show today. You're going to be hanging out with fans downstairs in the bar. Um, uh, I'll put a cap on it before I get to the question part, but in, even in the comments, From Steven earlier in the show said, dude hasn't put a wrong foot since landing in Denver. Chris has won me over. I cannot tell you what a huge statement that is based on the original reception that you got. What what you've done with the fan base already is it's not just commendable. It's impressive given the state of sadness that has been here over the past season. (laughs) It was Um, was so rough. (laughs) Tell, tell all of us, you know, watching, tell us like, we know, we know a lot about already how important it is to you. um, But also what are the specific things that fans can expect from you as the new head coach from players and from the organization, as it relates to um, keeping the connection with the fan base and, and keeping
2: that, that going. There's a lot there, honestly. And I, it means a lot that you share that with me. Um, I mean, ju- ju- Judgmental Jim. As his name said, he's very judgmental. That's
0: our uh, guy. <laughs> he's already winning. You're winning. Yeah. We're already winning him over. Yeah.
2: Ultimately, listen, I, I'm well aware that this is so important, the initial stage of this. And it's, it's really, uh, and I might say it tonight if I get to talk to some, be like, you all getting to know me a bit. To what the the coach will, things I care about on the pitch, off the pitch that that's important. But um, uh, more importantly to me is understanding what does the what do the fans want? What type of team do they want? What's important to you all? Um, that's that's the first part. The next part is the reason why I think people are giving me a a, a chance, a break, open to it, like me. Uh, I don't know. It's. I'm a real guy. Look, it's not just because I'm from New York. I come from a good family. They've taught me the right things. It's all about hard work, treat people the right way. But part of being real is to create demands and standards. So I, I've been part of success at the club level as a player, as a coach. I've seen it where it's been difficult. I don't make excuses. I took a lot of fucking heat in Toronto, I promise you. Oh, I and then there's not a people who are still to... There was a lot of things you can point to that were wrong there, that I took heat for. Mm-hmm. I never blamed, I never blamed the player. I never, I took responsibility for a lot of things I probably shouldn't have, but that's just who I am. But I, I didn't come here to, uh, to lose, you know what I'm saying? i course. I'm, I've, I've been part of winning, and now it's the next part is, in sport, yeah, we're in the entertainment business. We are, if the players lose sight of what this is all about, then they're at a loss, you know? Like, and I knew that when I was a player. When I was a captain of a team, I've I've ripped a teammate for walking past fans without signing autographs. I never got through the tunnel without yeah. stopping and, and making sure that okay, mi- hey Armis, if I sign one more, that means 20 more minutes. I already I already went around. I already <laughs> did it. I'm done. I'm fucking pissed. I want to go home because we we lost or we tied or, but I stop, which means no problem. I'll do I'll do more, but I, I always understood that I always did, and, and the and the bigger I got or become a max salary player or you now you're on the national team and you're, you're voted player of the year so you are voted best player in the entire, entire United States of America Chris Armis yeah I never forgot about the fans acknowledging the fans it's amazing and the players my players will do that here they'll because I value it they'll value it and I know there's a lot of guys that do Cole Bassett's these guys Con- Connor Ronan they're good men They're, but the new direction in me it'll be clear what, what, what the fans mean to our players. That is win, lose, or draw. And, and, and you fucking lose, you make sure you go show your face. That's easy when you win and you score goals, hey, here I am. No, it's when things are tough, you gotta try to be at your best. And this is what I understand. And some of that realness comes out in some conversations. Um, and listen, it's, uh, but, I, but and I'll finish with that, the initial feeling, right? We start winning games left and right, yeah, like it, it's, things work itself out, but the Colorado Rapid fans are good. I've, I've been in the building. I didn't like playing here. I didn't like coaching here. Um, Hell yeah. They're good fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. When I, when I was sitting out on the couch in, in, at the end of the MLS season, me and my son were saying, look at the crowd. They're out of the playoffs. The guys are still fighting. At the end of the year, like at home, I saw guys sliding, blocking shots. And in the background, you saw fans still in the building. And I said, Chris, to my son, maybe we get that job, Chris. Like, I can see myself there. Like, I w- I would, the, the fan base would have to be hungry. And pissed. Why sh- how should they feel? Like, right? If, if fans are good, that means they have passion. Right? Fans aren't good when they just come and that's pretty good. They have passion. So when things are good, they're going strong. When things are tough, yeah, like, they're still coming, but... They're going to let you hear it. At Old Trafford, they do it. They fucking let you know. Oh, yeah. If you pass the ball backwards instead of forward, they're letting you know if that wasn't the right pass. So if, you're, if they're smart, which the Rapids fans are, they know what they're looking at. By the way, they've had success. They lifted the trophy, and a few years ago, first place. How should they feel? How many people were they going to get excited about? Oh, my God, he's the next coach. Okay, <laughs> fucking Pep is coming through. Yeah, we're happy, but who are they going to be really happy? So it doesn't, that doesn't even matter. <laughs> how should they feel they should be pissed and they end this is their club it's (laughs) not chris Armis's club right right like i hope i'm here i am fucking pull a a popovich like i'm here for 20 like i'm up for it i'd (laughs) love love to be here for a long time um it's not a stepping stone job for me i really would love to be here um but the fans this is their club i love that and we want the same thing and if if we're winning games, if we're playing on the front foot, if they come and they like what they see, the team's going to do well. And then we, we would have earned the, the, the support and the trust. I, I just want to keep asking, just give the guys a chance. Give us a chance to see what goes on and uh, we understand how they feel. And I'm going to keep getting to know what's important to them, even tonight. So, so kind of to build a winner, to get to the place you want to get, you need to get acquired
0: players. You've acquired one that we're all really excited about, and it's in the building tonight, Omir Fernandez. So if you're here today, you might be able to meet him. But you also acquired six players through the Super Draft. It was six, right? Six. And it was uh, three of the top five players in almost everybody's big board. What process did it go to, and what type of player are you looking to bring in into Colorado to help you build, to help the fans see a winner out there every week? We were very excited after the draft. Yeah, we were I mean, talking privately, and we were. I yeah, cool. was excited. The draft
3: us out. is so boring, and it was so much fun. It was yesterday. really fun. It yeah. Was yeah, making
1: moves. It was great. Getting the name like, demos draft, is can be so like, who's that guy? I'm, you know. Yeah. Look at Moise Bombito. None of us knew who Moise Bombito was, and now he comes mm-hmm. through as a as a legit
2: guy. Um, so yeah, walk us through that process and those yeah. guys that you brought in and, and what you saw in that. Uh, the first thing I would say is, you know, I've been aboard for a few months now. And what I, you know, besides seeing a hungry organization, I've gotten to see and ask lots of questions of, uh, you know, my bosses, the processes, acquisition, who are we getting rid of, who are we keeping? Come on, let's, let, I'm asking and, and I'm saying, they're smart people making decisions and they're pushing and, we, and the owners, you know, I've met with Josh Kroenke, Cron- he's, he's behind us. He really is behind us. I love it, I love the, hearing the thoughts about the direction. Then you also get to see what, what does the scouting department look like? What's the what is the process? How are we identifying, you know, MLS, you know, from from overseas to MLS trade possibilities? Are we attacking free agency? And what about the college? That was the next up for you know on, on the docket and to see the process, to see how hard the scouts are working, to see the profiles, the, the videos, like say, like, holy shit, this, the data and analytics that we're scooping around on um, players, the amount of conversations that our, coach, uh, our scouts have had with college coaches about those kids. So really, really good <laughs> to legs. see that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then
2: we go to the Combine and we, we scouted players, right? We watched the games, we watched, we got no pads out. We're, it's really a, a thorough process. And then at the Combine in Arizona a few weeks ago, you're able to interview players. You get 20 minute slots, you get in front of them, our scouts are in the room, a couple of assistant coaches, Porig, you know, these, uh, you know, really a good, a good room of, of uh, you know, um, Brian Crickham, our second team champion, like it meant, meant a lot to that. The Rapids room there, it meant a lot for the, us to get to know that kid. You're not finding out how well he can pass a soccer ball in that meeting. You find, you're asking questions about the kid, the, the character, Uh, his family, what does he think about winning? Hey, uh, we're going to play an up-tempo style of play, pressing this, that. What do you think of that? And you hear how he talks about it. Does his face light up? He's like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Hey, you know what? Tomorrow, in tomorrow's scrimmage, why don't you show us? Show us some of this stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And and you get that kid to think, hey, I'd love to play for the Rapids, you know? So we took it serious, you know? Like, we, we, we represented. We had 13 people there from our club. I don't think anyone had that many. If there's a gym out there, we wanted to find that. That's cool. And, and on our board, we got a bunch of our top picks. Now, time will tell, where but we will put those kids in a good environment. We got young players. You got Wayne Frederick from Duke, smart kid but humble. You know, you know he talks about, he says in our interview, hey, when I step across that line, something changes. I don't want to lose. So we're looking for mentality monsters, guys that, that understand. So quite simply, like we're looking for guys in our club that, Yeah, team-first guys, but understand our style of play. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. In those meetings, we're not trying to overthink it, right? Is that kid a team-first? Does he blame his teammates in those little meetings? Is he talking about the team? I love the team. And does his face light up, and does he have the physical profile to play our style? So, look, Porg... um, He's pushing everyone around him right now and me. He's pushing us. And I, I feel really good to be part of where we are. And, and awesome. honestly, he stood in front of the room yesterday and said, guys, I'm proud of this room. And he pushed everyone's ass hard, I promise you. But he then said, guys, really, really well done. It's important that, that that's, you know, maybe he takes some heat these days. I don't know. But he's, he's cranking. Yes, yeah. yeah. But listen, it's. Yes, of course, when you're in front of it, you have to in tough times. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully he got credit for when the team kicked some ass a few years ago. But um, to, <laughs> listen, what, what, the, to wrap that up, you know, Kaba- Kamani Bain-Stewart, like Nate Jones, left-footed center back. We got some weapons. Dude, we have dude. some... Big dude that, that talks about winning and hating to lose and can run and competing. and He humble. has the face, with all due respect, of an asshole on the field. Which is what we want. We Which want some <laughs> a-holes. Like, we want some guys that, you know, the a-holes. We say we want some rule breakers. Yeah, you yeah, know, love, we that. Do. love that. So within the confines, but we, we want guys with personality. You know, pace, yeah. power, and personality, Borg totally. says. You know, but the personality piece, that's not... Uh, everyone has personality. Everyone has their own personality, but we, we want guys that they're, they're, when the lights come on, we're going to Salt Lake, that they're not going to be afraid we're of those moments. Win. You know what I'm saying? Well, how do you yeah. get those guys? Well, we can coach it. Hey, come on. Can, but you got to find some of those guys in their DNA. So we were looking for personality. I like that. Um, on the pitch, for sure. Sure. And, and, and off the pitch. So let's talk about we got some good new, ones. Let's talk about your other new addition.
1: A guy you're very familiar with. Made it official. Omir Fernandez in from Red Bull. A guy you've... Been around seen his growth and development there was probably some other former players that you've been around as a coach that maybe you could have targeted but that was guy number one in i guess tell us why like why is he such a chris armis guy why is he going to be such a good fit here
2: look i think he'd be a good fit for a lot of teams in this league and around the world he's he's he has qualities his superpower is, is attacking right mm-hmm. he's you know, I have to coach his ass to defend and sprint and run. But he's going to get paid the big bucks to score goals, to make assists, to. He's a he's a I think I'm a little taller than him. So he's a uh, that's that doesn't say a lot. But, um, uh, you know, he's he's sh- he's we say shifty. He's clever. He's uh, he can play in the pockets as an attacker, you know, and, and we're going to play between lines. And he loves competition. He loves to play There's joy You know, how do you know, uh, you know, if you say, you know, do you love playing? Everyone says, yeah, we like, he loves it. You know, I had him when he was like 20 years old and yeah, it was tough messages to him. You know, it's got to be better. You got to be more reliable. Come on. And he always would come and and try to be better. You know, so uh, folks back in New York say, Chris, he's, he's a reliable piece right now. Of course, he's scoring goals. He always could score goals, but he's. He's a pro in the in the locker room. He's becoming more of a leader for a young guy to, to hear about. He's more of a leader in the locker room. I said, look, you gotta bring that this way too, man. It's um, at Manchester. They say uh, when you're good enough, you're old enough. It That's doesn't right. matter your age necessarily. So we're gonna push his leadership. And um, listen, he's he's gonna be fun to watch. We expect him to to help us bring the style of play to life, the intensity of against the ball, but of course the. The verticality, the cleverness, the goals, the, the tap-ins, the celebrating goals, that, that, that I think he's going to be one that the fans are thinking, yeah, I, he's, a, he's a little bit of a fan favorite. A a, awesome.
0: uh, somebody in the comments asking, he's such a versatile player. Where do you want to put him? Where do you envision him on the pitch for the Colorado Rapids? As a winger or in the midfield?
2: Yeah, listen, um, our wingers are going to play a little bit more interior. You know, it's... Um, We'll have some width for sure from wingers at times and sometimes fullbacks, but so we'll, we'll have width. But as we get further up the pitch, we want those wingers, those goal scorers to get, start like on, on angles and wedges, we say. Um, so we'll even cut our field at times with cones and shape it certain ways that in the final third, we get attackers almost like three or four strikers. In the half spaces. In the that half very, spaces yeah. and then narrowness to goal. We yeah. mean, we so we'll we'll coach it in a way we get those guys in and around where they actually can score and assist like goal zone assist zone it's not going to be in those wide wide areas Mm -hmm. so wide, you know he's going to be a a guy that can operate wide interior in the pockets he's a guy um he can play any of the front let's say three areas left you know he's going to probably be in one of those wider areas he would tell you that he wants to play on the left (laughs) It might be the case but we can use him on the right but in in the end where he's going to be operating is in those gaps behind the opposition six and in front of the opposition back line and if it's not even that big of a space at times that's one of his strengths is that he can play in those tight little spaces love that and can turn and then attack he's not a guy that you're going to see happy playing backwards all the time He's an option A guy We say He he likes to play forward He likes to run behind He's clever with the ball At his feet He draws fouls He has courage To step up And b- bury penalties uh, Someone else might have To duke him out for that Rafa Navarro maybe <laughs> Who's much bigger And stronger <laughs> but They can speak uh, Spanish a little bit Or Portuguese Yeah uh, and and it,
0: So he's basically <laughs> The definition of An inverted winger Kind of what inverted you Inverted winger Yeah that Kind of like what you had Up yes. like the early Barcelona days with Pep Where yeah. you had those guys Kind of crashing into the middle that 10 kind of drew into uh, that nine was more of a 10 and there were your main strikers kind of that's kind of what you think of him exactly exactly
1: let's play a little game we got a little either or for you first we have to talk about our friends over at game time look i just i just used game time monday night i'm trying to go to that nuggets game i want to see him beat luca because why don't you want to see two of the best play against each other any opportunity you can And we're looking last week, oh, tickets are okay, we'll wait, we'll wait, okay, keep going, gets closer to game time, oh no, they went up, 80 bucks a ticket, what are we going to do? Drops right back down, got them for cheaper than when we looked the first time, and it's because of game time, man. Uh, Game time is here for last minute tickets, for easy to find, easy to buy, gives you all in, all the details you need to know, how much it's going to cost after fees, all that, lowest price, guaranteed. Even cancellation protection, job loss protection, all that. Views from your seats in the app. I love that. I love being able to say, what's it going to look like? Can I see the bench? Can I see the tunnel where they're coming in? I always look through that when I'm looking for tickets. And it's perfect using game time. It's the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. And it makes a great holiday gift. Who doesn't love, hey, by the way, we're going to a concert in a couple weeks. Oh, hey, we're going to a Broncos game. It's great. You can see the view... From your seat before you buy, you know exactly what to expect. All-in prices, get your total up front so you know you're getting a great deal. And you can buy in seconds with just two taps. GameTime is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. They have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour in. It's the place to find the last minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With Zone Deals, you can pick the section and GameTime can pick the seats and you end up saving almost 20%. That's awesome. And the Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for Less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. They will give you money for finding cheaper tickets. Doesn't get better than that. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the app, create an account, and use code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DNVR for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. All right. Either or. I'm going to let Yaya drive the bus on this one. That's his favorite. He's done it for Porrigus (laughs) out here and got the either or. I think Emilio got an either or sitting over here. Is that right? Okay. (laughs) Um,
0: It's kind of... We've made it kind of a first-time guest. We try to, like... Play we want get to game. know you a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah we'll to if
1: we have silly answers, but this is about you. And then okay. we'll also have some silly <laughs> ones in here.
0: Give me a quick minute because I was not prepared, even though oh, I created come this. On. Okay, I found them. Here we go. Professional
1: podcast here.
0: Oh, it's not professional <laughs> at all. We're semi pros. <laughs> we're, we're the USL one of the podcasting right. world. <laughs> and we're really good at it. Um, really fun to watch, but not great all the time. Um, okay, first, would you rather? Would you rather win the Rocky Mountain Cup or get a home playoff game? Yeah, I, I'm putting you right on the spot. Let's go. <laughs> We're starting with the
2: bangers. So you said or, or get the first playoff game? Or get a home playoff game. So we can still make the playoffs? Yes. In this yeah, yeah. scenario. For play- sure. Rocky Mountain Cup. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go.
0: Okay. Would you rather sign an ex-lead player or an ex-Manchester United player? I mean, come on.
2: Next question. That's yeah, duh. Yeah, that's, hey, come on. Hey, hello. <laughs> come on. That's the easiest man man of all you. questions. Uh,
0: Say, hey, uh, uh, there's a free agent. Come I mean, on, baby. Give me, t- I, this give me time Tyler Adams over any other <laughs> Manchester United player. Man, man like, U player. Manu hey, hey, Man <laughs> you player. I love Tyler. Man, <laughs> man U. Um, win the MLS Cup or win the Supporter Shield?
2: <laughs> Another easy one. Cup, Cup. Oh, okay. Cup. There, well, there was a big debate out there. Which one's more important? Get the ring, brother. Come then, there we go. Count That's
0: up. what I love to clean. count up. Get a shutout or score a hat trick. <laughs> me me as, a, as a you get to score the hat trick, but if not, you get it the it has to up. be the
2: shutout because that that says we won the game, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, well, I, you, no, you you, hold drew, on, you can also draw six, no, zero see, games yeah. no, 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 no,
3: no. no Six. See, I like the brain on that. Yeah. is you could get a hat trick and still lose. That's, I, I, didn't, I don't want the, cha- to yeah, run the risk the of losing. the vision is on the win, and so that's the right that's answer. Good. That's yeah. good. You get a point
0: guaranteed at least. Yeah,
3: I'll take it. Nah. Yeah. Get him, Chris.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Get, a, get the assist of the year or the goal of the year? Goal of the year. Anyone who says assist is fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's that's really hang hang you on. on. Stop. Thing. Hang on, yo. Yo-Kish, Stop it. Jokic says...
1: Scoring makes one person happy. Assists make two people happy. Trust me. This is, he,
2: they're all he play, lying. He plays in basketball. That's so. true. Different sport. <laughs> Listen, Sasha Question, <laughs> he won the assist you know, a few years in a row. He'd rather score the goal of the year. Just, He'd rather have that There's nacho, nothing like scoring the, goal. the goals. And I was an assist guy because uh, I couldn't score goals. <laughs> <laughs> Not because <laughs> I prefer them. All right. Penalty shootout or a golden goal? 100% golden goal. I would I would eliminate it all, and I, I want to see it play like every other sport in the world. Like when it comes down to the elimination games, Ooh, to, to, golden to, to, goal, man. It has to be golden goal for me. At least you have a chance of seeing who's the better team. Not not a. It's like, would we ever want to see us to determine in a basketball game who takes better free throws? That doesn't determine the better team for me. So, I want to earn it. Yeah, I or love not. Golden goal. You, you golden goals are my favorite all the time. Golden goal, I I I would be in favor of this they drop. Keep going. Take I think that's off. as cool as it know. gets, man. But it's also so intense. We exactly. We want intensity. We love yeah, it. Yeah, but it's also like yeah. I feel bad if, like, feel you're,
0: if you have a midweek game and you're going to Golden Goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, league play, I guess. All right, let's keep go- Let's keep going. All right. So those are all the ones that I had that were more kind of right. soccer oriented. Do you have any fun ones that you want to? Uh, Rapid Man
3: or literally any other mascot on the planet?
2: Rapid Man. That's right. That is wow. the correct answer. Wow! wow. wow. Some of these what men. a guy, <laughs> rapid man. Yeah, for sure. We the Drew ones were a little bit harder. I feel. He just, no, he's not as smart as me.
0: <laughs> That's very little people are as smart as you, but Drew's also very low bar to clear. Let's make that clear. I'm going to clip this uh, and send it to you personally. Wow, wow. Not a
2: lot of love from Drew in that area. Oh, I there. love Drew, Hang but he on, also me immediately starts giving me shit.
0: Every this, time is, I this, is from, this is from
1: a place of love and appreciation for our guy. He sat <laughs> right here. He actually sat <laughs> here. We were watching the World Cup final. He was doing a watch along with us live, and he was able to talk us through those penalties and like, he was in penalties in a cup final. So yeah. that's about as close as, I mean, we'll never be that close, right? So he was able to sit here and walk us yeah, through That's it was, really cool. Good stuff.
0: Awesome. So I. Hey, have, yeah, here's on. one last one. Yeah. I have one more real quick before you go there. Okay, go for it. Since
2: you were in England, do you prefer coffee or tea? <sighs> <sighs> okay. I, 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 I'm not afraid to say it, but I, was, I became a tea guy for about a year. Wow. You know, in <laughs> Manchester in England, this is, you know, it's the assistant coaches, it's, it's, it's tea wow. all the time, it's sipping tea <laughs> after in the morning, in the afternoon, it's tea. Hit him with Ronaldo, the Alex Morgan. You know, you know Ronaldo, Ronaldo <laughs> caught me putting some honey in my tea, and he looked at me like, what are you, what are you doing? I said, what do you mean? He's like, like, yeah, that shit's no good. He, See, he
0: this, said, is, this is where the Ted Laszlo comparisons were donefounded. You like tea. He did it. Like, no, it's but it's, su- it's,
2: it's, the, it's the sugary stuff that you yeah. put in it. But I am enjoy a good cup of coffee. Great awesome. one
1: from our guy, Judgmental Jim. New York Dollar Slice or New York Dollar Dog? dog yeah your dog on the street or grab a slice real slice
2: quick. guys slice new york pizza new york bagels that's that's what that's it is. the best part hot dogs there. dogs okay it's new york it's the pizza absolutely agree go ahead uh
3: win as a uh player or win as a coach
2: <laughs> now we got the hard one uh, I, I would say
3: uh he, boy, i, say, I, I would say
2: i would say winners win as a coach i think it's harder
1: Right, because you don't have that level of control that you do. It's yeah, you you
2: have control, and someday, and and then you can control so much leading into it, and then it's you can get a few substitutions (laughs) halftime. Like, come on, guys, (laughs) let's move this around. But you're you're it's out of your hand. Yeah, but but then it comes back to if you really prepare the right way. Yeah, you have you have control. So. But as a, as a coach, it, it always felt like, man, when I'm out there, I can influence things a little more directly. Cool. Um, so, yeah, it's, I think it's harder when you can get a, a group of guys around you doing a certain way. You're directly important, a part of the style of play. And, yeah, coach.
1: All right. I got a couple quick ones in terms of looking for players,
2: looking for players to add to your team. Do you want speed or toughness? <laughs> toughness, especially mental. Um. Ball control at your feet or passing? <laughs> I like that you said like that, passing forward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For me, verti- vertical passing, yes. <laughs> the guys that can be precise with the vertical passing, yep. Uh, I have one last
0: yeah. actual question not a would you Rather, though.
1: That's fine. Let's get to that because we yeah. got to wrap it up. So this we is the wrap. Right So yep. last
0: one that I got. Bring it home. Which player on the current roster are you most excited to work with that you
2: didn't bring in? That I didn't bring in. Yeah, that you didn't. That was here from last year. I have two. Can I name two? Of course. Go ahead. Cole Bassett. We yep. love Cole. He's that also I, been on. Because seventh. I know I can. <laughs> I know. I know I can push him to be even more. Cole Bassett, as I, we like to call him. We love him. I think. I think there's more there. I think there's more for him. Um, a coach that I want to show real belief in him, <laughs> but I, but from a leadership standpoint, I'm not sure there's a, another guy that loves the club as much. Yep. Um We love Cole. That cares as much. That's come through. He's hungry, he's a competitor, he's got ultra-belief. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice athlete to work with. When you talk about hungry guys. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other one um, is Rafa Navarro, because cool. I, I think if we can get the, everything around him right, and Cole doing what he does, and Omir doing, and a couple of the guys we're thinking about in those spaces, um, there's, there's a lots of guys that, in the core group, but Navarro I know he can score goals, and I love that he works hard, he chases and he runs, but he's a goal scorer. Perfect. And uh, we, we want him to work hard, but we want him to score goals, and I, I think we can help him.
1: Perfect. Awesome. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, Mitch. Thank you, brother. Super thank appreciate you. it. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, plug us out of here. Uh, DNV underscore rapids, wherever you hear us. <laughs> uh, we'd really appreciate that. Give us a five star review on all our podcast platforms. Uh, Hold on, there's 43 Craig.
1: watching right now. All of you hit a like button right now. Yeah, that's f- thing. Those
0: 50 you. like buttons are not going to get in time for me to take a <laughs> shot of that thing. But. Either way, man, Chris, thank you so much. We really appreciate you no, coming yeah, on. Thank you. Honestly, you want a lot of people over, including, I think, the panel a lot. No, I appreciate and I think it. I
2: feel good being here. I feel at home with, with, in Denver here with all of you. Let's go. Uh, it's my people. I, I feel it already, so thank you. We're going to get so many dubs this year.
1: We're going to go have some drinks downstairs with Chris. If you're around, come by the DMVR bar. Say what's up. Uh, become a diehard member. You get 20% off your tab if you're hanging out here. Um, guys, hang on us through the offseason. We're going to have updates on inbound transfers we're going to talk schedule next week we're going to do all sorts of stuff hang tight we won't always have someone as important to the operation as chris (laughs) with us but we're going to keep it going all off season and more important than all of that the way we end every single show up the pits
0: we all city like the mayor